Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Listen, we stuff this podcast with ads like Jonathan Sullivan used to stuff his face with hot dogs during the pregame for Saints games. If you don't like the ads, sign up and become a patron today. Patrons get access to this podcast ad-free. No ads ever. And they get the Booze Bundle welcome box, four swag items, amazing, and a Saints player card, and you get access to the Discord channel. Why wouldn't you do it? It's 10 bucks. You're practically making money. So do it today. Go to saintshappyhour.com and sign up to become a patron. That's saintshappyhour.com. This is Sean Payton, head coach of the New Orleans Saints. What's with this Saints happy cast? This has to be the worst Saints podcast in the world. Ralph can't say anyone's name right. Andrew doesn't know football. Everyone has a hard time listening to Dave. And is Kevin even there tonight? The audio with this podcast, my God, the audio, it's its painful. All right, everybody, welcome to Saints Happy Hour Podcast. The Saints should have had a preseason game where they beat the pants off the Rams because Vic Vey doesn't believe in playing any players worth a damn. The Saints should have won like 35-3. to We should be irrationally excited about players like Emmanuel Butler and Zach Bond, but instead the coronavirus ruined all of that. I ruined didn't, it. I didn't know how much I missed preseason football until I didn't have it. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I mean, here's the classic here's a, Ralph lead-in right there. Yeah, or are we supposed so to a uh, question, or do you want to yeah. just react? I should I should do the lead-in professionally and be like, search Saints Happy Hour podcast wherever you get your podcast. Give us five stars. Find us on YouTube. Find us on Facebook. Find us on Twitter. Find us on Instagram. But I can't because I'm not a professional. So, so you should we'll, still do do all of those things. Just Saints so we're clear. Happy Hour podcast. People know how to do and it. And the phone number. And now oh, we got a phone number too. We'll get to the, we'll get to the hotline in a minute. Okay. We got we got to say well, I want I want to thank uh, Jeff Benko our yes. uh, Oh yeah, lo- thank loyal you, Jeff. listener for Jeff, sending us the Jeff, goodie bag Jeff. of beers. Sent it to all three of us, right? Maybe even Kevin too. Uh, I am drinking his home brew. It's a stout. Very delicious, a chocolate vanilla stout that he made himself. Uh, good job, man. You got some skills. Appreciate appreciate the goodies. I Jeff, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you this. I drank it last did. night when the Astros were holding a two-to-one lead against the Mariners, and I don't know if it was your stout that made the bullpen suddenly good, but I'm gonna need like three more cases of it because I need to. <laughs> I'll drink it every time the Astros bullpen needs to hold the lead. Listen, everybody knows my taste in beer is trash. I drink Bud Light Lime. I like flavored beers. So. The highest compliment I can give it is any – I don't know if it was supposed to have more carbonation or whatever. All I can say is it smelled amazing, and for me to drink a stout and actually finish it and think, 
that's pretty good. That's the highest compliment I think <laughs> I can give you for having a stout. It so is Jeff, good. It does I, it smell was, nice. It was, it, was, it was well done. We appreciate so it. They're very chocolatey. If yeah, any like of it. our um, if any of our listeners uh, have any other hobbies and they want to send us uh, free stuff, we're free, here for uh, free stuff from their hobby. Feel free, feel free to do so. Yeah. Um, so back to the preseason games. Uh, oh, that's what I, I was. No, I was going to say something. Uh, yeah, I mean it's disappointing. You know, for, I I wasn't. You know, we don't go to any of the preseason. Me, you, Andrew, none of us. We, we don't actually go to the preseason games. Um, but we obviously, we love to watch them. That's not, that's not true. You go to the preseason games? I okay. do. Okay. I happen, uh, I happen to be nor- normally in New Orleans in August during right. a preseason game. It's, I always take my son to those cause it's like, <laughs> right, you know, right, yeah. right. Um, but, uh, I'm trying I, to think the last preseason Saints game on an earlier to. podcast. I mean, the worst part about not getting to see preseason football is not getting to see Jameis Winston. Uh, and I know this will be a good segue <laughs> into, good se- uh, what you want to talk about next, but, but I mean, like, seriously, I, you know, I really wanted to see what he was made of. He's got the LASIK. I've been a Jameis Winston supporter since the Saints have signed him. You know, I've been all about his a, a turnaround season for Jameis. He's got the LASIK. He can see these receivers now. He can see where the DBs are. He's not going to throw all these interceptions. And by the way, you guys have read that book about uh, that somebody wrote, like defending Jameis Winston and providing many, many stats about why Jameis Winston uh, was on a Hall of Fame trajectory. Trajectory through no. for his career. Have you seen that book? Have you read that book? <laughs> I have not I bar- read. This. I barely read this at is, all, wait, hold on, hold on. Dave. I'm not reading you a book read about a James. Book Winston, about so. James. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. Or is it a book? It's a book. It's over 400 pages. Oh uh, I did not read it, but I know of its existence. It's over 400 pages. Does it's it have got, pictures uh, and pop-ups? Over 800. It's got over 850. Um, you know, uh, oh statistical. Uh, references. Who who wrote this book? Right, who wrote me, this? Let me look it up. I'll look find it up. this. I want. Oh what what is this garbage you're talking about? This isn't legitimate. It's got Can like we... forwards by NFL players. Come on. Uh, Name two of them. Dave. Dave is just drunk and making stuff up. Listen, if you need 400 pages to explain why Jameis Winston might not be that bad. Maybe he's pretty bad. <laughs> here's here's the thing with, that, that that disappoints me. Here it is. Me. It's called the Jameis. It's called the Jameis Winston derangement syndrome. How derangement? We, how yeah, he's media, deranged, all right. No, no, no. Jameis isn't deranged. We, the people, are deranged. How media bias? I'm still reading the title. You interrupted me in the middle of the title. How media bias causes us to overlook the start of a Hall of Fame NFL career. It is the was, author uh, Warmus Jinston? The author's name is Jameis One of One, so it's not even written under his real, <laughs> under his real name. It's just, it's just a bunch of Twitter threads, probably. So the, the, the author's by... name is a fanboy. Oh my god! Recount of the player name. This is what happens when you don't have Saints preseason games in August. The, f- okay, the look, top James story Winston... on the Saints happy okay, hour look, is a Jameis Winston straight to PDF novel. Dave, you come here. With, you come into this podcast talking about this, and the author's name is Jameis, one of one. Well, no, because he's obviously yeah. 
How am I supposed to take this seriously? Read the if you read the description here, he it says he's Jameis Winston is one of the most controversial quarterbacks to ever play in the NFL. The media spreads false narratives about him on a daily basis that lead even the most casual football fans to contract the disease known as Winston Derangement Syndrome. Nevertheless, Winston that is, is fucking stupid. <laughs> Wake up. <laughs> Never. Here, here's some bullet points. He was. How do youngest, you repackage it? How, how is thirty interceptions a narrative? He was the youngest Pro Bowl quarterback in NFL history. He was the only quarterback oh, Pro Bowl. in his career with back-to-back four thousand yard passing seasons. He was the number two in NFL history in both career passing yards and passing touchdowns by age twenty-five. The only QB other than Breeze to finish top five in QBR on that a is an idiot. Top three in the entire NFL and many advanced metrics year in and year out. Many that's, advanced that's a metrics. That's a little, that's many, a little he is He is a leader in many advanced statistics that I just made up. As sports keep coming back, so does your chance to bet on them with our exclusive wagering partner, betonline.ag. Major League Baseball will soon be in full swing, and there's no shortage of ways to get in on the action. BetOnline has all the odds, futures, and props for you to be in on. Also, tune in as Floyd Money Mayweather joins the BetOnline team in a new segment called The Ice is Right, where he talks about his expansive jewelry collection. He'll give you the chance to win some great prizes and bet on the cost of his bling. Visit betonline.ag today to check out all the odds and up-to-date sports news. Don't forget to sign up and take advantage of all the welcome back to sports bonuses. BetOnline, your online wagering experts. The book is jam-packed with bullet point A, a mountain of statistics and advanced metrics with nearly 900 citations. Personal accounts of Jameis Winston from grade school to the present. Oh, I want the great – hey, somebody read that book and give us a, a, a bullet point synopsis of all Jameis Winston's grade school highlights. I'll ship you a quad, quad, triple X, Saints Happy Hour Well, and I mean – <laughs> it, well, and and if if his on the field stuff wasn't good enough, the book also includes piercing yet humorous exposés of various mainstream media members uh, oh. about Jameis. No, so I mean I, I can see how fuck. false narratives like a twenty-eight and forty-two record career or thirty interceptions <laughs> thrown last year. I mean that seems like a lot of. Uh, I don't know. You could point to that and Andrew's dad says the drawing sucks. The drawing of Jameis's face on the book looks like a bad criminal mugshot. Yeah, yeah. The production value of the book looks a little uh, looks a little uh, questionable. But anyway, if you're gonna, gonna, how would we have heard of this book? The because author I heard about Jameis one of one. I heard about it on Pardon My Take. I listen to other sports podcasts. I heard about it on Pardon My Take. Yeah, they actually mentioned this book. Yeah, yeah. Well, they love Jameis. They love they love Jameis Winston. Every every Monday morning they would do a they would do a version of uh, "Take It Easy" by the Eagles, uh, <laughs> but they would change. But it was it was always standing on a corner, Jameis Winston, Tampa, Florida. Such a fine sight to see. It's a pick six, my lord. I don't know, but they would always well, change the words. So, it was, uh, it was so we're behind. We're we're taking material from them, from Jameis Winston, like they took Sean Payton's nipples from us, <laughs> right? So we're 
So we're this is this is a great one star review of the book. I'm going to read this real quick. One star. This book sheds an impeccable light on the woes and lows of the career of Jamarcus Winston. It fails to mention that he loves to eat things like W's and stolen crab king legs and his controversial time as an Uber rider. The amount of tur- the amount of turnovers he is responsible for should be highlighted more often in this book. He has been called Black Bobby Boucher, but the later rescinded that as offensive to Bobby. The most appalling missed highlight of Jamarcus Winston's career, I like that they keep calling him Jamarcus, was the fact that his timely benching in 2018 led to one of the hottest topics in the NFL at that time, Fitz Magic. However, Jamarcus Winston can be highlighted by the creative ways he has been able to lead the league in turnovers over his lackluster career. The, the author of this book must be a Miami Dolphin fan uh, <laughs> who writes books in anonymity as he is still being held captive at a mental health here's, institute and if not should be admitted he, as his here, cellmate. Here's the thing. If that person that wrote this book had somebody in his life that loved him, they would have told him this. That is the worst idea I've ever heard in my life, Tom. Yes. Yes, it's horrible, this idea. I'm just saying, he, he obviously doesn't have anybody in his life that loves him. Um, that aside, <laughs> I mean, the thing is, we don't have a clue as to what goes on at Saints practice. We're get, All we get is, like, still shots. The Saints, I beg of you, Saints social media, live stream us practice, get us video clips. You people are our lifeline to practice. You got to do a better job. Like, we need clips of Troutman and Bond and Jameis and Tamis and, and Taysom yeah. Hill. We need it all. And Jameis. it's not happening. It better, it better get cranked up. You were, <laughs> were going to call him Tamis Hill. Tamis. Tamis Hill. <laughs> I, I need to read two more one-liners. Uh, okay, do it. One-star one reviews on this book. Uh, <laughs> this one says, it sucks. My favorite... <laughs> My favorite part of the book was when Jameis ate the rest of JPP's fingers to show how serious he is about eating the W. That was one. Uh, and then the next one, it just says, please buy this book. It is a fantastic piece of fiction. <laughs> but that was a one-star review? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. So, <laughs> I, don't know how, I don't know how I transitioned from uh, Jameis Winston's War and Peace fake autobiography stat nerd novel to actual saints news but um Deontay I mean Harris, this guy he, this guy puts uh who was the Ken Crawley Twitter stan oh uh, Billy Bando <laughs> he, Billy Bando He's like the Billy Bando for Jameis Winston he's he's he puts <laughs> Billy Bando to shame Oh yeah he wrote a whole 400 page book <laughs> I mean that that is um Billy Bando only gets 400 characters. That's a misery type fandom. That's Kathy Bates in misery type fandom that's maybe might be uncomfortable. He might love Jameis Winston so much. So Ken I don't know Crowley, how to transition uh, from... currently on the Raiders roster by the way. He's in camp with them. Yeah. Hmm. Who I don't know how to transition from that to real Saints news, but they actually did have some news, Andrew. What Besides Jameis Winston throwing a 75-yard pass and telling a joke so funny that Jared Cook practically fell over laughing in the huddle. Um, Deontay Harris 
is on the Rona list. Mm. Now, it doesn't mean he has the Rona, but it means... No, he's he off. Was, he's off. He reported, he's off. He tweeted today that he's off of it. Yeah. All right. So he's clean. The false positive, I guess. Uh, so, and then Tommy Stevens is at tight end, which we talked about Friday. Um, I just, man, it it's going to be so hard to... I need the Saints to live stream this news. I, the only the only news we're going to get from the Saints, these practices, is going to be horrible news. It's going to be like the offseason where we're like the only news is bad news where like because a player got arrested. I fear that for training camp, Andrew. Like we're not going to get to see it, so we're not going to get these injuries. cool random plays. All it's going to be is bad news, Rona, injuries. Like I'm dr- I am dreading the next three weeks. Is that is that – Well, f- football sucks right now. I mean <laughs> – no fans was announced. Preseason was canceled. We're not getting any tidbits on practice at all. It's it's it's, it's like it's it's the well, worst. Where are we it's getting? Where, we, where did we get the Jameis Winston seventy five? It's all Nick from. Underhill getting sourced information from like inside the building. You can't even see it with his own eyes. He's got to get it from from yeah. his Saints sources. Nick oh is wonderful. Gosh. We yeah. support him, but I'm just saying, support us. We give you a box of swag. Ten dollars, do it. Yeah, you get a podcast true. every day, unless Nick, uh, unless Nick wants to order some swag from Campus Connection, in which case, then he could also. I think we sent a Nick a swag box. We sent Nick a, Nick a swag box. He, He's uh, a patron. He uh, he complimented um, he complimented my wife on her beautiful handwriting on the box. Oh yeah, oh, wow. comment on the penmanship. Wow. It's true. Yeah. But. Uh, so, wait. By the heck was I going to say? What were and we by the way, we're, we're going free. All, we're going free until this podcast is going to be free until the Friday before the Saints opener against Tampa. So you can try it out. But pay, but patrons get. You mean our daily show? The daily show. You get it free yeah. until the Friday before the opener. But patrons get the swag box and they get the podcast ad free which if you listen to the free version of the show you know our guy andrew from armchair media he is killing it and we are packing this thing with ads like jonathan sullivan packed his face in the pre-games before saints games so you get the you get the podcast ad free if you sign up for ten dollars a month so do it um but continue yeah because ralph ever since you (laughs) I've, I've, i've always forgotten to mention uh, about how I'll listen back to our podcasts, and you know, one of my favorite things is seeing uh, in what crucial moment of our podcast did you decide to just interrupt with one of your fucking heads? Oh my God, men, start taking notes because manscaped accidents are finally a thing of the past. The Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 has been beautifully designed. To reduce those painful nicks and tugs, this is their third generation trimmer featuring advanced skin safe technology so you keep your bad boys nice and smooth. The Manscaped engineering team obsesses over technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. And they spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and just released the new and improved Lawnmower. 3.0. 3.0. When I tell you this is premium, I mean premium. The battery will last up to 90 minutes so you can take a longer shave. The water resistant technology allows you to shave in the shower too. Oh, one of the coolest features is the LED light which illuminates grooming areas for a closer and more precise trimming. 
And let's not forget about the charging stand. Show your mower off loud and proud because this intelligently designed stand is a convenient charging dock powered by USB. You need to try this out yourself. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Once again, get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code armchair. Your balls will thank you. You just fucking dra- I don't even know. I don't even know if you're even putting them in. I, I think you just oh, like, it's not moved strategic. The, I think you just moved the slider somewhere. That's you right. You drops it, the slider yeah. and you just, yeah, this looks like a, it's like, where minutes. am I? I'm going to drop it right, right, right there. See? 11 minutes and 36 seconds and that looks good. I'll put that right there. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what that's, Andrew will be like scientific. A, yeah. We'll be in the middle of like making a point. Honestly, if, if you were smart, you'd put one in right now. Right now. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. And now we're that, back. That's the thing. It drives people that love the show but are, like, on the fence about paying. It drives them over the line. They're like, ah, oh, God, I can't take it. I'll sign up at $10. Get me my, get me my booze box and get me my, my ad-free podcast. It's it's scientific, Dave. But, no, you're right. I just I just do the slider. I'm like, right there, right there, done. Andrew's just, like, in the middle of a fucking sentence. And it all is. of a sudden, you're talking about fucking Manscaped. <laughs> <laughs> professional quality this podcast keeping us uh, on our toes but, holy shit but totally speaking speaking of my um speaking of my failures uh i was uh chatting with uh ben who is a patron and he w- we were going back and forth about alvin gentry getting fired and i was like eh you know, maybe this proves that they shouldn't have fired Monty. And he went back and found all my old tweets where I just railed against Monty Williams. And I was like, well, <laughs> I thought Monty was bad at the time, but he's coaching good with Phoenix. I've, like, changed my mind. Maybe they made a mistake with Monty. And, like, it annoys me when people go back and pull my old tweets. But I was like, you know what? I'll give If you go back and find my worst Saints tweets, I'll give away free T-shirts. And that motivated people. To find my fucking worst Saints takes of the last eight years. Let's hear it. I mean, it's... This is going to be... I wish uh, you would have given me... Spiller has never had a coach like Peyton. It's a fantastic fit. Who? Uh, oh, CJ Spiller. CJ Spiller. I'm not arguing specific guys. I'm just probably saying three to four guys they pick aren't going to help much in the 2017 drafts because rookies don't make an impact in drafts. <laughs> oh. Woo! That that was the year they had the offensive and defensive rookie of the year. <laughs> Woo! It's spicy. This one, this one might be my favorite, but I got a couple more. The Saints defense might be a bag of poop. On fire, but Galette has proven to be very good and worth the extension that he got. Oh, <laughs> oh. that's that's rough. <laughs> this this one this one I I mean it's bad, but like this that's is like ninety nine percent of Saints fans at the time, so I don't feel that bad. Re- reason I love the bird signing is he isn't a one year player. He has a long track record of success. <laughs> Woo. Wow. I mean, those were... That's, that's rough, man. That is rough. But I, I sent all those guys shirts uh, from the old... Because from the old leftover from the live show we did last year at Tracy's, I had a bunch, so I sent those guys shirts. So I might do that for... Do, Andrew, do you have Good bad... Good on you guys sa- for finding the Ralph 
Twitter graveyard. Those were great. Those <laughs> yeah. were really Andrew, do you have Horrible Saints that, but... tweets li- living in plain sight that people could dig up? Oh, I'm sure there's stuff on there. Yeah. If you can find it, if, if those same people or anyone else can find terrible tweets of mine that were just kind of like an old takes exposed kind of thing. Yeah. Definitely, definitely send them to us. We'll read them next episode. I don't have. And give uh, you a t-shirt. I don't yes. necessarily know if I've got any. I'll uh, send you one of these. Any, uh, <laughs> any tweets, but uh, I always, when the Saints drafted Jimmy Graham, I'm trying to look for it. I can't find it on Google. When the Saints drafted Jimmy Graham and, you know, I had to do, uh, you know, an immediate draft grade. I think I gave him like a C or a, a D oh, yeah. or something. And, you know, five years later, people were still like linking that article on like NFL, like Saints forums and shit, like calling me an idiot. <laughs> I mean, some people, instead of doing tweets, they people were just tweeting at me yes, I... my Channel 4 column from when it, they lost to the Patriots and were 0-2 in 2017. I was like, this is the end of Sean Payton and Drew Brees. It's over. It's a wrap. And, well, uh, well was, I, I've said it on this drafted. show many times, but the my – most uh, my biggest claim to fame was in 2006. I was furious that the Saints signed Drew Brees. I said, you know, his throwing shoulders wrecked. It's a terrible signing, and the Saints should have traded down and drafted Matt Leinart. Uh, somebody, I, I forget that. it. It might be um, Todd Newberg or one of our patrons. Every year on the anniversary of Drew Brees signing, he he does a text message from one of his friends and it's just a giant rant about how fucking terrible yeah. Drew Brees is going to be for the Saints. Um but I lo- I like Wait, people here we think go. I found it. I found it here. People uh, think oh. that I care about my <laughs> bad takes. I just spit them out and I don't like it isn't like I'm a politician. Like it doesn't matter. Like I don't I don't care that you go back and like chronicle my horrible horrible takes the only thing i will not stand for is if you're gonna take a horrible tweet of mine do it in entirety don't like cut it off and like make it something else like let it be horrible on its own merit don't try to like alter it and And if you're gonna trash ralph's takes just leave wayne martin out of it yeah i mean that's that'll get you blocked (laughs) like if you if you alter my tweets and like cut them off like then i'll block you because i have horrible takes they're horrible enough. You don't need to alter them and make them worse. They 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 rate high enough all horrible on their own. I'm just saying. So what what are you looking up, Dave? Oh, uh, here we go. From April 25th, 2010, so 10 years ago. Uh, I did for Canal Street Chronicles, I did the draft grades for the 2010 draft class. So I gave uh I gave Jeremy Graham a C+ cuz they didn't really need a tight end. Uh, but he played basketball, but they got, Dave. Yeah, but they got but they got good value. Uh, but uh, wait, I gave the Al Woods fourth round A minus. Gave him an A minus for that. Hey, he's still in the league, though, right? I know. I guess. I guess. He's been okay. He's uh, not. I gave safe, Sean though. Canfield uh, draft in the seventh round. I gave that a D. So I, I got that right. Yeah. You should have given it an F. I gave Charles Brown a B plus. Oh, oh my Charles God! Brown, Turnstile, Charlie Brown. That's not oh my, good, Dave. Oh my goodness! There's no comment on on this on these on this article. How is that possible? Yeah. 
See, but see, Dave, that's harder work for people to do to go through Canal Street Chronicle and Final Tape. For Twitter, you can just like no, search keywords and and all. But Dave, the, you weren't even like watching tape. People. You just you just made shit up. Right? That's yeah, the best way totally. to be. I approve of that. I approve of that a hundred percent, Andrew. We don't. We can't all watch tape and break down every play that a player does. Well, I wouldn't say Some I'm of us just have up, to make it I up mean, as I we would, go along. I would read I mean, I wouldn't say I would make it up, but I mean, I would read multiple sources I make it up. and put it all together. No, you, you did not read multiple I, sources. Yeah, sure. How, how, how many poor souls were reading that, Dave, in 2010? We're reading Canal Street Chronicles being like, Dave Cariolo, this guy knows what he's talking about. He said B-plus on Charles Brown, and you got them all excited, <laughs> and they were really hopeful that Charles Brown would be a great NFL player. Here, you let them down. Uh, here's a little secret about me, people, that I'll let you in on. I don't care if the take is going to stand the test of time on Twitter. All I care about is, is it a good Twitter joke fun <laughs> in that moment? If that's true, I don't care. And in like 90 minutes, it's wrong. Like all I care about is the, the joke is number one, two, three, and four and five on my priority list. All right. We, we understand. We know. We know. We know. <laughs> All right, wait, I'm back, but uh, wait to uh, to answer Andrew's question. I think there were like two or three people that were reading that. There was there was Stu, uh, there was Han, there was Hans, Hans, yeah, and there was uh, like Mountain Exile or whatever. Uh, that was oh, it. right, I remember Mountain, Mountain Exile. <laughs> so yeah, those were the days. Those were the days where I was when I was banging. How? Not only when we talk about preseason, Andrew, like we're not going to – like preseason, we, we know that it's kind of worthless because you can be – teams can be 0-4 and look terrible, especially good teams like the Saints. They don't they – don't, they, even if we had preseason, they wouldn't really care about doing too much and playing the starters. But I feel this year no, – no games, no seeing practice. Like how bad is the quality going to be – in week one for the games because these teams are not going to get to practice. And to think that NFL teams can get ready without practicing seems kind of arrogant for us fans. I just think week one is going to be a slop fest. I'm going to watch it and I'm going to love it. And I'm going to gamble on it. Don't get me wrong. But is it going to be terrible football to watch? I think so. I think there's going to be tons of false starts. It's part of it's going to be how, how is it officiated? You know, if the refs are keeping it tied on pass interference and holding, it could be a flag fest. Um, so I'm pretty concerned. I, I think the quality and that's not even thinking about the star players that might be missing where teams are forced to play guys they don't really want to play. So I'm not even going down that path. I'm just saying the lack of preparation for the guys that would normally play if they didn't have COVID. Uh, I mean, look. I will take football in any form, so it's fine. And I promise, I am here right now telling you that I will not complain when I see this horrible quality of football because at least it'll be on my TV. Well, I'm going to double down on that. What happens if uh, a whole bunch of officials get COVID and they've got to replace them with... <laughs> oh, man. Worse with... We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And 
Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. 
The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Ooh. Inferior got, officials. Then you've I, got, got, I, I read that a couple already have opted out. Here, here's then you've the, got here's, bad officiating for bad players. Here's the thing. Here's the <laughs> thing, though. Dave, games are going to be six hours. No, no, Dave. Though here's a serious. Here's a serious. That's a serious issue because here's the thing. When they had replacement refs and it was terrible, and the refs were screwing up all over the place. At God. least the replacement refs. It was league wide, right? Everybody had them because the refs were 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 on strike, and so nobody had quality refs. If you have a bunch of refs get the Rona, and you have three or four games, or five of the sixteen, you know, five of the sixteen games that are replacement level refs, that to me, Andrew, is almost as unfair or or possibly worse than your players missing because at least if your players are missing you're like I got to figure it out and we got to deal with it but to lose a game because you know you had subpar referees and 12 other games didn't that is going to be hard to fucking I mean, stomach. I can't. I, how, how I can't imagine. I can't imagine losing a game because right. of subpar refereeing. Right. I no, can't but, fathom that. Uh, yeah, but at least, un- at least with that, at least in the NFC, worse than missing a Super Bowl. I mean, seriously, how could it get any worse? But here's the thing, Andrew. At least with that, you knew that guy was an NFL veteran. He didn't cost you a playoff spot because the line judge was refereeing high school football Friday or 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 was a high school went from straight to high school to the NFL on Sunday because eight refs got the Rona it doesn't help me sleep any better at night Ralph (laughs) thinking about that (laughs) look let's just hope for the best man you know I'm gonna be there I'm gonna watch the games I know it's not gonna be perfect and I'm just gonna be glad when there's football because they're having I've football. Missed, I've missed football. Don't, I miss don't, it. Don't any of you no, people. I know, I know, but I'm just it. saying, like, I'm not going to complain. Like, I mean, no. that's not true. I will definitely complain if the Saints get hosed <laughs> on a terrible call. But I accept that that's part of the deal. They're not, they're, they're, I will take football in whatever form it comes to me. They're having football. Get signed up for this podcast so you can get in the Discord channel and make and make fun of me. Uh, do it. Okay, now we got to get to the most important news item of the week. Uh, I was alerted to this by um, uh, a Twitter follower that the uh, Saints Happy oh, Hour. I was uh, going to say, is there a, is there a new? Um... Is there a new album that we didn't know about that came out in the 80s? Please tell me there's a new Morton Anderson well, album. Well, that was one of them, but no, it's it's better <laughs> than that. It's um it's uh Mr. it's a uh, it's it's Mims on Twitter. He alerted me that the Washington Post did a feature article oh. on Cameo. And guess who no, no made lemonade. the Washington no Post lemonade. this yeah, no podcast, no Saints Happy Hour? They said – the only thing I didn't like is they said we paid Sean Payton to insult us. We invested 
in Sean Payton to insult <laughs> us. That that I didn't like. But I got to say, a top five at- achievement of this podcast ever, Dave, to be in the Washington Post? Um, we've certainly outdone ourselves. I could tell you, I could definitely uh, tell you that much. Um, well, so uh, the initial reaction, we were like, well, what the fuck? Like, how, of all the podcasts, like, of yeah. all the, like, how the hell is this, did this guy find us? So obviously we were very curious about that. So, you know, no lemonade told us on Twitter. He happens yeah. to be a buddy of his. And, and then I, I emailed the writer and he got back to us and he's a, he's a new Orleans guy and, uh, Travis boy. M. Andrews yeah, a Jesuit guy and, yeah. uh, a, uh, a, an Thanks, occasional Travis. listener of, uh, of our podcast. So, yeah. So, I mean, we'll so Andrew, just take bundle. another victory lap because the Peyton, Peyton, uh, cameo was totally your idea. Um, if you knew we were going to get this much fun and publicity out of it, how much would you have paid for it? We paid 500 but how? knowing what you know now, how much is it worth? Two grand. <laughs> uh, by the way, I sent, I sent No Lemonade and I sent uh, Travis. Uh, I sent him some swag because they deserved it. I, I was incredibly excited. The only thing I, that made me a little sad is the Washington Post didn't retweet the actual Sean Payton cameo uh, to let mm. the people see that he's such a great actor and he delivered it with perfection. Chef, chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. So the other just important Saints news that we need to discuss is uh, Project Power was on Netflix and it's Jamie Foxx and um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt they're in a movie. It's about New Orleans. It's about this drug that makes people into superheroes. And uh, Gordon Levitt, he wears a Steve Gleason jersey throughout the whole movie. And it's clearly the best performance in a movie of someone wearing a Saints jersey since Charlton Heston in the number one in the 60s. Um, right. But this movie, it is pretty freaking awful like they spent all the money on jamie fox and all the money on the special effects and didn't get any actor worth a damn to play the villain like this the villain in this movie is like the dollar store version of will arnett i made it to the end of this movie dave and i gave it four and a half floor to lees out of ten um but it's I was going to give it five, but then they had the stupid Cajun-style DJ at the very end, so I knocked off a half of Florida Lee. It's pretty bad, <laughs> but I did like the Gleason jersey. Are you a Siskel or Ebert? I'm, Which one are you? I'm like uh, I'm like Siskel, but I have hair but only one good arm. <laughs> um, I thought it was a, it was a crazy movie. It, it took me a little while to, like, get into it. Um... You know Joseph Gordon-Levitt, the accent, the the attempt at the New Orleans accent, mm, that was a miss. I think that was a miss. That was a miss. Uh, I feel like I feel like nobody has ever nobody has ever done a good new. Nobody can do a good no. New Orleans accent. Have you ever because heard they, Scott Bakula's in uh, NCIS New Orleans or whatever it is? The gold so. standard is Kevin right? Costner. Doesn't he like Kate go in and out between the accent and no accent? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's just. Just speak normal, you know. It's just I don't know. I think I, I think there's something. I don't think anybody has ever done it well. I think my favorite is um, Dennis Quaid in in The Big Easy, uh, but nobody's ever really done it. Well, because the thing is, a real New or- a real New Orleans accent is a a slower, 
version of the, of New Jersey Sopranos accent and Hollywood doesn't like that because they think I guess they think it'll confuse people because people yeah. that aren't from New Orleans expect people from New Orleans to have the southern accent which point. they don't. That's a good point. You know, That's a so good point. The, 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 uh, a true New I Orleans mean, accent liked... is the Sopranos but just like 30% right. slower. It's a, it's a little there's a, there there are differences for sure but um, I, I, you know, I like that he's wearing a Gleason jersey, but I mean, I don't know how old is he supposed to be in his thirties? Like, I don't know. I thought the rule was you don't wear j- jerseys. Yeah, we talked about this. Yeah, we talked about this. So I mean, like, hey, how about like a no white flags T-shirt or a, uh, you know, or just a Gleason thirty-seven shirt or something like that? Can an undercover uh, cop to like can a detective just wear whatever they want? Like, <laughs> that was a little weird. He's undercover. <laughs> Yeah, I guess. It, it, it was cool, though. I mean, I, I, I always watch anything that's filmed in New Orleans. It really doesn't matter what it is. I used to have a TiVo, and I used to have it uh, programmed so that anything with New Orleans in the title or the description would get recorded. Um, uh, so, I, so it's always fun to watch things that are filmed in New Orleans because you can always try and figure out where they are. And then it also – it's always weird, too, because it, it's hard for you to suspend your belief – and get into the movie if you're watching the movie and there's like a chase scene and they're on St. Charles and then all of a sudden they turn yeah. and they're like going over the Mississippi River Bridge or something yeah. like that. And then and then on the next turn, like they make a left and then they're in the fucking swamps or whatever. You know, that's <laughs> this like, movie did that at two it's, at and, it, <laughs> and it's like you can't like. It's you can't like suspend your your because you know that that's not possible and it ruins the whole scene because you're like well this is fake I know that this is fake you now can't. and I can't enjoy this now. Uh, I mean, I, and they had they had Jamie Foxx at the knockoff Popeyes. They they couldn't they couldn't obviously they couldn't have him at Popeyes. They had him at the fake chicken place. Um, you know, I I would say I would say for a Netflix movie. I've watched. I've started and finished way worse. Is is just <laughs> what I'm gonna say. You know, it's no Tiger King. <laughs> Tiger, no. It's it's no it's no it's no Tiger King. It's better than The Irishman though, because The Irishman is like nine hours long. Oh my God, yeah, that's too long. It was. I mean, I I thought the cinematography was cool. I thought the scene toward the end where they're in the, the where the girl is in the the frozen thing and they're yeah. showing all the fighting going on outside. But that was kind of. They did like a, a a circular pan around the whole room. I thought that was kind of cool. <laughs> it's true. Um, so you know we got to get to we got to get to questions, but there's there's one other thing that uh, I want to talk about with regards to the NFL, and that is Andrew my lust and need for the Saints to make one more big move before the start of the season. <laughs> you uh, won't let this go. I won't let it go. I'm clinging to it. Jadavion Clowney, my dreams are kind of dashed. They said that a team offered him $16 million and he said no. So I'm thinking he's not playing at all this year, right? Or he's going to sign like the first week. But if he's wanting – if he's turning down $16 million, like what does he want at – August 16th. Like, what does he think he's going to get? I mean, obviously he wanted his money bag and it blew up in his face. But you you have to wonder if he just doesn't want to play this year. You have to wonder, would he have been an opt-out guy, you know? 
I don't know what's going on with Clowney. The whole thing is surprising to me. I mean, at some point, but I guess, you know, the flip side of this is it could be that he's saying, yeah, you know what? If I'm going to play for less than I want and less than I deserve, then I'm not going through training camp. I'll show up week one. You can sign me the week before week one, and I'm not going to training camp. I'm not preseason's canceled anyway, so I'm not dealing with that. And I'll just, if you're going to lowball me and I'm going to have a contract that's not below my terms, then maybe I'll wait till week eight and, and sign with a playoff team and try, you know, yeah. maybe I'll wait till week 10 and see who's first in the standings and I'll sign with that team. So I don't know, man. Yeah. It's anyone's guess. It, it's surprising. He's not on an NFL team. Yeah. I just, I, I, for me, it has been a rough, rough summer personally. And I just, I, I'm not giving up on firing this up and being irrationally excited, possibly shirtless on the YouTube live I won't lie. Um, final piece of actual Saints news, and then we'll get to questions, is Aunt, is Dave, uh, Nick Underhill, <coughs> the only source of Saints news, apparently. Uh, Cesar Ruiz, Saints first-round pick, he's playing at guard and center. Um, do we have uh, Do we have a guess as to where we think he will end up playing uh, week one? Uh, I would say, I would say guard. I feel like they're, they're okay at center right now. Uh, he can play guard and then, uh, when needed, he could slide over. Andrew, I think they're going to, I think they're going to fast track Ruiz to at center. I think the plan all along is that they want McCoy as a right guard, um, you know, again, this is a reason to be uh, a $10 patron. Uh, I wrote right. a whole thing about this. And if you go on in our uh, our list of posts, I detailed reasons why I think McCoy is better at guard and why Ruiz projects better as a center and everything from hand measurements to foot speed. Uh, that's all detailed in there. Um, but... Yeah, I mean, I watched the tape. I mean, I watched all their games. <laughs> what uh, draft grade just... did you give Ruiz, Dave? Uh Oh, that was like that was an A minus. I thought that, that was, was an good. A minus. Okay. Yeah, that was so, a good. So, so the Saints are fucked, is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. But uh, no, I mean, I've, I feel I mean, like I've I'm watched... taking crazy pills. I watched all of his college games. Uh, obviously, I watched all of McCoy's old uh, footage from last season. Uh, and no, I just, I just think you're wrong, Andrew. I just think you're wrong. <laughs> Ke- right. Kevin, is Ke- I thought I, Kevin wasn't here tonight. I just, just gonna have to disagree <laughs> with you. So, um. You know, we'll see. As sports keep coming back, so does your chance to bet on them with our exclusive wagering partner, betonline.ag. Major League Baseball will soon be in full swing, and there's no shortage of ways to get in on the action. BetOnline has all the odds, futures, and props for you to be in on. Also, tune in as Floyd Money Mayweather joins the BetOnline team in a new segment called The Ice is Right, where he talks about his expansive jewelry collection. He'll give you the chance to win some great prizes and 
win, bet on the cost of his bling. Visit betonline.ag today to check out all the odds and up-to-date sports news. Don't forget to sign up and take advantage of all the welcome back to sports bonuses. Bet online, your online wagering experts. Final thing before yeah. we get before we get to questions is um, we decided that we would create a Saints happy hour hotline to where people could call in um, yes. and you could give us your um, hottest takes, right? Um, and you leave the voicemail. And whatever you, you want. Two, say whatever you want. You can make, say whatever you, you want. Just keep it to you got to keep really it to, drunk. Oh, yeah. really You got to keep it to thirty to sixty seconds though. <laughs> some of you didn't. You, some one guy left like a four and a half minute voicemail. Man, come on. You got to you got to keep it to thirty to sixty <laughs> seconds. But call two one zero. Is there anything good in it? Can you edit it out? Yeah. I, I was. I, we're I not. Was, we're not in the voicemail editing business. <laughs> yeah. So, but here's the thing. Call two one zero five nine five zero eight one eight. And t- give us your craziest Saints predictions. Leave a funny one. We'll play it for next week. But we got a couple funny ones this week. And oh, by the way, if you're a patron, I will see your ID. If you ID yourself as a patron, you get preferential treatment on the hotline. So 210-595-0818. Uh, but this was one. He didn't leave his name, but he had a pretty crazy prediction uh, regarding the, the Falcons that I thought was funny. All right, my crazy 2020 New Orleans Saints prediction is that Shy Tuttle will top his antics against the Falcons next year, and he will de-pants Matt Ryan in the process of a sack, and the whole world will learn that Matt Ryan really wears a pink thong under his uniform. Oh, deception! deception! Matt Ryan! How do you say pink thong in German? So he's <laughs> he's uh, he, he's he's predicting kind of like a Joe Burrow situation from last year. Uh, yeah. So. All right. So now it's uh, pink thong in German is. Oh, he put this in Google Translate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rosa Rosa Tanga. <laughs> well, that sounds like Spanish. It sounds like something my wife would yell at me. Um, Tonga. So, yeah, it sounds Spanish. Yeah. It does. So, all right. So now we got to get to the questions, and you know what that means when it when it when it's mailbag time. It's there's the Ralph show. It actually it actually looks like both your both your arms work when you, when you both... do that shuffle. Yeah, they they both look normal there. Yeah. Come closer. Um, all right, so here's the first question, <laughs> Andrew, from 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 Manadula. Andrew, Teddy is taking out ex Saints receiver. He broke Kirkwood broke a bone catching a ball. Does this mean he's going to injure Tommy Lee, Tommy Lee Lewis next? I saw that. Yes, the Panthers just signed Tommy Tommy Lee Lewis. I guess further uh, further demonstrating that they are the Saints farm team, the Saints B squad, if you will. Uh, but yeah, uh, you know, who knows? Yeah, dude, it sucks for Kirkwood though. So all jokes aside, that guy can't stay healthy. It's kind of too bad. 
I really had high hopes for him. I really thought at some point two years ago, he was showing enough that I mean, he could be the next promising UDFA Saints. He, he made a huge fourth down catch in that Philadelphia playoff game, and he did. And I he thought scored a touchdown, I, didn't he? Yeah, for a touchdown. So I mean, I had I had hopes I had hopes that he could be like a Brandon Coleman type third fourth receiver but didn't come to that. All right, Jed has a question. Dave, this is a good question. Which current saint would be dumb enough to dress a woman from head to toe in Saints gear and try to sneak her into the Lowe's Hotel? If you're not familiar with this, a Seattle Seahawks rookie defensive back tried to sneak his woman into the hotel, uh, breaking the Rona protocols, and Seattle found out about it and cut him. So who on the Saints roster would be more than willing to would be willing to risk that. Hmm. That's I a good one. Who's, uh... I think the more interesting question, Dave, would be who is a Saints no, player a good enough to do it and not get cut? Uh, I think some of the veterans are doing things uh, that you'd be surprised that they're doing. You know, I think Breeze uh, does. You know, I remember that one time the night before a game, I saw Breeze at uh, picking up sushi at Rock and oh, yeah, yeah. Uh What's he doing out of the team hotel the night before a game? I mean, I don't know. I think these guys get to do. They get some. They get some freedom. Uh, not anymore. No, not well, not anymore. No, right. Definitely not. Um, but uh, no, that's a good. Uh, I don't know, Alex Anzalone. He just—he's uh, a—you know—he's Italian. He just, th- honestly, you know, the the ladies—they just—they just come to him. He can't even help it. He can—he doesn't even have to go looking for it. They just I go to him. Dave, you can't mention Anzalone. I can't play "Take It to the Top" oh. and Anzalone at the same time. Cut, cut, take it to the top. He mentioned him. Come on, you got to deliver. This is ridiculous. Oh my God. So now I gotta. Now I gotta. Yeah, rest- so like the beginning's better anyway. <laughs> now I gotta restart. Take it to the top, uh, Andrew. So that's my- um, does your bias? This is from. This is an actual question. This is good. Does your bias towards PSG supersede your red, white, and blue-blooded patriotic spirit when Tyler Adams grants the rest of the Leipzig squad U.S. citizenship? in Champions League this week. Yeah, I am a big uh, USA soccer fan, but uh, look, one, one American on a German club, it's not, I, I'm a PSG fan. You were first, ridiculously so. excited I mean, about PSG, PSG this week. I mean, if PSG was playing America, like the American national team, I would root for the American national team maybe, but no, this is club soccer, PSG. PSG I am ridiculously excited. They, they are in the semifinals and they have a winnable game. So, yes, I follow soccer. PSG is my team. They, this is only the second time in their team history that they've been in the semifinals of Champions League. Last time they were in it was like 95 and they lost. So, uh, this could be their first final ever. Dave? The thing, the thing about PSG, like I know the Saints have won Super Bowl. The thing is... Their history in Champions League is quite similar to the Saints. A lot of heartbreaking losses, uh, a lot of storied failure. They gagged up a game. Was it last year where they were winning like three nothing, and the second leg they lost like four nothing? That's that's 
that's happened to them twice. Yeah. So for them to score two goals in the last like six minutes was was pretty much like the the most non PSG thing ever. It was the reverse. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I did they, like that they were playing at, at Atalanta, at Atalanta, the uh, the Italian team, and uh, they're one letter off from being Atlanta. So, so was it like was twenty-eight cool. to three? Was it the twenty-eight to three version of soccer? Kind of. Yeah. So, Andrew, I mean, uh, sorry, Dave, what's your take on the Saints' salary cap? next off season and how do the Saints get under that cap? Look, the Saints the Saints are back where they belong on the throne of negative cap for 2021. They're like, what is it? $58 million over the projected cap. Um, Dave, sh do, should we even give a shit about this? Do we, do we have to worry about this? No. <laughs> no. I mean, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens with the cap. Like, you know, obviously every year it's kind of gone up like Ten million dollars a year, or whatever, and uh, you know that's probably not going to happen going into next season. But uh, I don't know. I mean, everybody's going to be in the same boat. Like I, you know, that's what I always say: is everybody's going to have the same salary cap. And uh, oh my gosh, Andrew, typing, uh, Jesus, what? Professional. <laughs> oh, typing. Sorry. Um, and. Uh, you know, Fredo keeps asking me about PSG in the chat. Well, here's the thing. Here's a good, <laughs> qu here's a good question. I'm not worried. I'm here's not a good question from uh, from Jason. Would would Drake get a TD from Drew Brees before Austin Carr? If you saw Drake running routes, he looked like a like a a, a scared um, eight year old boy running away, not running around. And Sean Payton just destroyed him and said stop something like stop worrying about running routes and focus on God's plan Sean Payton is so fucking good at Twitter yeah Andrew did you see that one from Payton yeah stick, a, to, stick to God's plan or something like that did God's you get a glimpse plan, yeah. of that did you see that on Woo! your Twitter feed Andrew? Yeah, I did I did fire you did you saw Sean Payton oh uh, <laughs> well no I had to go to the podcast account <laughs> to see it actually <laughs> Actually, uh, uh, let me see. While while, uh, while we're talking about that, I should see if Connor's come through for me yet. Let's see yeah. if uh, you're unblocked. See there's if no, I'm allowed to. There's no way. Good old coach. You know how much Connor. effort Sean Payton has to go to unblock you. He's probably got a thousand people blocked, man. I don't know. He liked our tweet during the first round of the draft. He did. He did. You uh, you guys didn't talk about on the last podcast. You guys didn't talk about uh, Payton's. Still blocked. Payton's um advice on on how to get mustard out of uh out of a suit yeah, we didn't did you guys hear that audio <laughs> yeah we did we, I, <laughs> I thought about i thought about talking to me you know he says don't don't wipe it dab it you know you gotta dab it you gotta blot you gotta blot it sean payton always always coaching always coaching him up um that's my coach my coach worry about yeah. your fucking meat i think we need we need <laughs> to figure out how to get a press credential and get on that call and uh Ask Sean Payton really ridiculous questions. Yeah, it's never happening. I mean, they let they let uh, pretty they don't, got don't, a, like tons of people on there, it. man. We're we're not legitimate, but we we at least are as deserving as some. I'm just saying. I I didn't know what name you were gonna throw out there. I didn't I didn't want to throw out a name it. and hurt somebody's feelings. <laughs> Jeff Duncan. Okay. Um, <laughs> but. <laughs> 
We actually we actually used the Jeff Duncan sound in the Friday show. We actually used the Peyton sound from the question that Jeff Jeff asks. Um, but anyway, guys, thanks for joining us. Uh, we don't have any preseason games, but let me tell you, just just join the freaking podcast. Sign up so uh, my so my wife can get you shipped your booze bundle. Sign up. Try us the rest of August for free. If you like it. Get charged $10, get your booze bundle, get into the Discord channel, get the podcast ad-free. We're the best freaking Saints podcast on Earth. We're the highest rated on Apple. We have the most downloads. We're number three in Malta. If you aren't a patron, you're missing out. That's all I'm going to say. So for Dave, for Andrew, for Kevin, who's MIA, I'm Ralph. Guys, thanks for joining us in the live stream. Until next time, the bar is closed. Let's do the Ralph Shuffle.